Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of Get This Girl a Job, where we interview recent college graduates and the coolest women we know about how they made their moves into the real world and landed their very first jobs. I'm your host for this week, Katie Melbourne, and today's guest is the wonderful Stephanie Bramer. Stephanie graduated from Iowa State University in 2017 with a degree in apparel merchandising and is now working at Von Bauer as an associate buyer. She found her way to fashion after transferring schools and shares her wisdom on being open to new experiences so that you can ultimately find the path that is meant for you. Hi, Stephanie. I'm so excited to have you on Get This Girl a Job. Would you want to start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Well, sure. Um, okay, so my name is Stephanie, obviously. Um, I guess just kind of a little bit of my background starting from college. I went to St. Mary's College in Notre Dame, Indiana um, for two years as a nursing major. And then I transferred to Iowa State and became an apparel merchandising major. And I just graduated and now I have a full-time job. So that's basically it. Well, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> so how did you land on fashion? Was that something you, well, obviously it's not something you always wanted to do because you started out nursing. How did you make that transition and that big decision? Yeah, it was um, definitely interesting. I feel like my career path is a lot different than most um, in college path for that matter. Um, my whole life, I wanted to be a nursing major. Literally, I didn't have, I did not have a plan B going into school. I applied for one college. I got in. If I didn't get in, I had no plan B. <laughs> um, and so I went into St. Mary's and I loved it there. Like I loved my friends. I loved the professors. I really enjoyed the small school setting um, because Notre Dame's across the street. And so you have the big school feel, but then you have the small classrooms. You're more personal with your professors. Um, and I really did enjoy nursing. It just, in the end, didn't work out for me. It just wasn't for me. And so after my sophomore year of college, I kind of took a step back at my life and just looked at it. And I was like, okay, what do I want to do? And my mom was like, well, you like clothes. <laughs> And I was like, well, I do, I do really like clothes and looking nice and dressing up and having fun with my outfits. Um, and so we went and looked at Iowa State because Iowa State is the number three school for fashion in the country, believe it or not. Wow. Um, I went to Iowa State in the fall of my junior year. I joined a sorority, um, Alpha Gamma Delta. <laughs> and then I went back and visited my friends, so it was fine, but became an apparel merchandising major. It was really fun. Um, and I found that I had a lot more time on my hands. Wow. So that sounds like you ended up finding what you really wanted to do through that transition. How did that change your college experience beyond just having more time? Did you get more involved with your sorority or other organizations? It definitely changed my perspective on life um, as well as what I could do just because when I was in nursing, I was studying so much. I just kind of lost track of um, my family, my friends, what was really important. Um, and so when I transferred, I just was like, wow, like, you know, I haven't really been contacting my friends a lot. I put them on the back burner, my family, my grandparents. And so I've really just taken a lot of them and 
have built that relationship back up. Um, and I got involved obviously because I wasn't in school as much. And so I was on the tennis team. I played volleyball. I was in intramurals. I was the first ever community service coordinator for my sorority. So that was a lot of work to get those contacts and, you know, have events for my 60, actually, no, 150 girls. So it was a lot of work. Um, and then my resume on my resume was literally hospital, hospital, nursing home, volunteering at the hospital. And I was like, okay, how do I expect to get a job with this on my resume as an apparel major? Because as a nursing major, that's awesome. That's great. But as an apparel major, I deleted the whole thing. <laughs> I had to start from scratch two years into my college experience. Um, and I had built that resume up since my freshman year of high school. And so I was going to go get a job and it would have been really easy for me to go get a nanny job and get paid $16 an hour to babysit kids all the time, which I love to do. Um, but my mom was like, that's not going to build your resume. You need to get a job working in apparel. And I didn't want to go work at TJ Maxx or something because I had to follow someone else's schedule. <laughs> um, and so I ended up going to a men's clothing store on um, like kind of their downtown area just because it's family owned. So you don't have like 9 p.m. Friday night work shifts and they're not flexible at some of those bigger companies. And so I went to this company. It's called Mormon Clothiers. Um, and I loved it. And I did not think I was going to like it. And so I loved my bosses. They're super flexible. And so just keep that in the back of your mind is if you're needing a flexible job in college, maybe go to a family owned business because they understand like you, they work their, their business is in a college town. And so obviously if they're going to have college employees, they're going to know you have class and you have spring break and you have winter break and you have summer break. And so I got to take all my breaks off. I didn't work every weekend. I, they close at 5 PM so I could work until close and still go out, still study, still do anything I wanted. Um, and I worked 30 hours a week. Wow. During classes. Yeah. Wow, during that's incredible. So you did that for all, uh, the, the last two years of your college career then once yeah. you transferred to Iowa state. Okay. Yeah. So I had two years of retail experience, which is the reason I got my job is because I had a college job in my field that I was going into. Absolutely. Um, did you find that that was common among the other uh, apparel merchandising majors at Iowa State? Um, yes, I did. A lot of people did have retail jobs. Um, a lot of people were doing fashion blogs. Anything in the major, people were doing things related to it. So some were designing their um, portfolios, which for designers, that's very important. Um, so you were able to find other connections through your boss. Um, is that how you ended up finding the job that you're currently in right now? Mm -hmm. um, actually, no. I found my job through the career fair at school. Um, and so I had to go for class, which I would have gone anyways, because it's really good to meet people and um, kind of see what's out there. They always say it's not what you know, it's who you know, which is 1000% true. I totally agree with that. Um, but I 
dress nice, obviously. I'm an apparel major in Yarda Career Fair. So I had a I had a skirt and a blazer on. And Von Mar was there and I went up to them to give them my resume and the first thing they said to me was, Oh my gosh, we were hoping you were gonna come here because you look so nice. So first impressions do count. And a lot of people say, well, it's not what's on the outside, it's what's on the inside. Um, but people can't see what's on the inside in the first 10 seconds they meet you. So you have to keep that in mind. Um, and so I met them at the career fair. But my boss is definitely open doors for me. Um, I got to go to some fashion events and everything um, just with their product and stuff. I got to help them buy a couple pieces for the store. Um, they could kind of do that because they – it was a family run. So I was very close with the owners and the owner's son was my boss. And so, um, it opened some doors. It got me some experience and they're just really great people to work with in general. Yeah. So another thing that I'm curious about, cause I don't, I don't know much personally about apparel merchandising is how did what, what were your classes like? How did what you learned in class mm -hmm. translate into your real life experience? Mm -hmm. Um, my classes were beneficial, obviously. That's why you go to school. Um, but I, everything I've learned in my job right now is basically new knowledge. Um, the, what I have taken from school is kind of more of my textile knowledge, like fabrications and all this other, basically how fabrics work um, and just putting that into garments and how it works for the garments itself. A lot of my knowledge is from Von Mar is and their training program. Um, retail math was probably the most helpful class in college because that is all I do at work every day is retail math. <laughs> um, so I guess that would be the most helpful class. Um, a lot of my labs were burning fabrics and seeing how they burnt or bleaching them and seeing how they got bleached. Um, so it wasn't too challenging per se, but it was fun. And then stitching, I, we had to learn like 300 different types of stitches. So, you know, it's good and what's bad. And so when you go to market, you can tell if a product is high quality or not pretty easily. And I don't learn that at Vamar. I learned that in school, but all the technical work I definitely learned from the training program at Vamar. Did you also work at the same uh, retail store that you did during the school year over your summers then? Um, no. So I, the summer of my transition, I took online classes to kind of play catch up because I wanted to graduate in four years. Um, and then, so my junior year of college and then junior year, between junior and senior year summer, I had an internship in New York City, which was amazing because <laughs> as a fashion major, everyone wants to go to New York, I feel like. And so that is definitely something I would highly recommend is having that internship experience because that and a job throughout college are the two most looked sought out for things by employers that I have found. Um, if you don't have that experience, you're definitely going to have to try harder to get that job. Um, and so my internship was with an intimates company. And I wasn't on the merchandising side. I was on the vendor side of things, which that means like I design the product and then I sell it to the buyers and then the buyers buy it and put it in the stores. 
That's so interesting. So you had both experience doing the design side and the retail side. How did you know which one was more for you? And correct me if I didn't phrase that correctly. Yeah. No, that's right. I mean, I was on both sides of it. Um, I knew pretty, pretty soon after I started my internship that I didn't want to be on that side. I liked aspects of it, but I didn't want to do that the rest of my life. And I also have no design experience. And so I was kind of like, organizing closets all the time because I didn't know how to design. Mm -hmm. I really took the internship because I knew it would look good on my resume. I wanted to be in New York and it was paid. That was the reason I took it. But after being there, I'm glad I did have it because it showed me that I wanted to be on the buying side of things. And I wouldn't have known that if I didn't take that internship. So all in all, I would say keep your mind open to what you're going into because you'll always find something, you'll get something out of it, you'll learn something whether you like it or not. And so that would just kind of be what I would say is keep your mind open to all opportunities because you never know what you'll get out of it. Also, because I'm curious, is, are there any advanced degrees required for what you want to do eventually? Is that something you're looking into for the future? Um, for me personally, no. There would not be anything that I could do to further my education. Um, if I wanted to like get paid more, I can grow within my company with the degree I have. Um, if I were designing, there definitely you could go into a master's program and further education with that. Obviously, if you want to teach or something, you could get your master's. Um, as a buyer, depending who you're working for, I can just grow within my company and they will train me with how and what they want to train me on themselves. And then depending on what company you're working for, if they want you to get your master's, most of the time they will pay for a chunk of it, which is what if I were to get my master's, I would do that. I mean, if they're going to offer it to you, you might as well take it. But personally, I don't have any need to go back to school for my master's. Um, so I guess focusing more on your job right now, what yeah. is, what is the day-to-day -day life like mm. for you? What do you do when you get to the office every morning? Um, it's good. It's, I'm very busy all the time. So my days go really fast, which is awesome. Um, I get to work between eight and eight thirty every day, sometimes earlier. If I have a lot to do, I have to be there by eight thirty. I get to work. I check my email, which for me, since I'm newer, takes me like five minutes. <laughs> and then I, let's see, what do I do? I have a to-do list on my computer. Um, and that helps me so much because if I don't have my to-do list, I'm like, okay, what do I have to do today? Like, I don't even remember what I did yesterday. And so I can look back at what I did, what I still have left to do from the day before. Um, Mondays and Tuesdays, I basically have a pretty set schedule. I analyze my business. I reorder products if they sell really well the past week. Um, I really just do business analysis for the whole day on Monday. Tuesday, I do reorders. I make sure stores are in stock with product. Um, we have 33 stores, and I buy for all of them for one department. That's my Monday, Tuesday. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is kind of up in the air. We just got back from New York City in early January from market, and so I've been writing orders every day since then. We write out – I've been writing out June, July, all the way through December for orders. 
that's basically what I do is write orders and keep up with business and analyze my business. Um, we're always trying to find the next trends and make sure we're on top of things. And then I learn from my senior buyer a lot every day. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, is there sort of any way to research what trends would be coming and going? And how do you learn that kind of side of the job? So Von Maher is actually connected with um, a group called Doniger, and they really do all the research for us. And then they email us um, a packet every week, and we can kind of look at that, which makes it easy. Um, because our jobs, yes, we obviously want to stay on top of trends, but our job is more to analyze our business and what we can do to better it for the next week, the next month, the next year. Um, and so it's just easier for us to pay someone else to do the research and then um, we can act fast on that. What do you what do you think is the most challenging aspect of your job? Not maybe not just day to day, but just overall. Is there anything you wish you would have known before starting it? Um, the most challenging, I suppose, would say is learning everything new. There is so much to my position and I can imagine that's how it is for every new position and every job. Um, there's so much to learn and it's just so much to grasp. And so taking really good notes is definitely key that you think you'll remember it, but I can guarantee that in 10 minutes you will forget it. Um, so definitely take notes of everything that you learn and hear. Um, and so they say to really understand your position and your job, it will take a solid year. And so just be patient because <laughs> I learn new things every single day. I would say that's the most challenging is making sure I'm aware of what I'm learning and applying it every day because you have to apply it. Otherwise, you'll forget it and then you might mess up and this is someone else's money at stake. If you mess up, it could potentially be thousands of dollars of loss. You just never know. So kind of just keeping notes and keeping your mind open to learning something every day. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so you talked a little bit about learning a lot from your, uh, your senior buyer. What is the office community like where you work? Um, is it pretty collaborative? Um, I would say it is not as collaborative as um, our generation would like it to be. Um, I mean, we all work in cubicles, so I have my cube and, uh, you know, pop my head up once in a while, say hi to my neighbor. But um, we go on breaks like twice a day and we have an hour lunch. And so we definitely hang out during those times, which are always fun. Um, we have an open lab from like 3 to 4.30, three times a week. And so if you ever have questions, there's trainers that can help you, which is super awesome because it's very helpful, um, especially when you're new. My senior buyer has been with the company for a really long time, um, and she still goes to Open Lab. So she's still learning things and refreshing um, things that she learned a while back. Our cubicle, the separator can slide out, and so we have ours slid out a little bit, and so we can communicate all day back and forth together, which makes things easy. And so now that I'm in my position, I am just like, hey, this is what I got done, just so you know, keep you updated. And she's like, okay, great, thanks, sounds good. Here's your next project, or this is what you can work on. Um, some days we barely even talk because I have so much to do. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, I got it all done. See you tomorrow. So it's just different every day. 
would you say that you have a pretty strong work-life balance then um, in terms of, I know it, things might get crazy at work, but you yeah. still have a pretty consistent um, schedule in that sense? Yeah, my schedule is very much the same all the time. So we're allowed to leave at 5, and most of the time I do get to leave at 5, sometimes 5.30. Um, some of the other buyers that have bigger departments than I do, they, I mean, they can stay till 7, 8 p.m. at night, um, and it's expected that you get your work done. So, I mean, if I had to stay that late, I definitely would. I just haven't needed to at this point. I know some of my friends have um, every day for quite a while, to be honest with you. Um, so my, personally, I definitely have that work-life balance um, figured out right now. I come home at 5.30, make dinner, hang out with my friends, um, watch TV. <laughs> I don't know. Just kind of work on myself, making sure I'm staying positive and becoming a better me if I can. And then weekends, obviously, we have off. And then when we travel... We normally travel Monday through Friday, so we're home for the weekends. Oh, where do you travel when you go um, go places? Is it pretty often that you go? Um, yeah, it depends on what department you're in. So, like, the juniors and contemporary buyers, they can travel up to twice a month, um, which is crazy. Um, that's a lot of traveling. They will go to New York City, L.A., Chicago, Atlanta, Vegas, um, just some of our bigger markets. I travel six to eight times a year in my position, which is a really good balance. Um, so I go about every other month to New York City, um, which is obviously my favorite since I lived there for two months. <laughs> um, and so we just go, yeah, like I said, about every six, every other month. And so I went in January and then I'm going to go again in March. And we go meet with our vendors and pick out clothing for let's see March will be the end of the end of winter we'll be picking clothes out for yeah yeah that's awesome that you get to travel a lot so you get to work directly with people yeah it's really fun it's really fun and I love to travel so I'm never opposed and um you definitely learn a lot while you're on those trips and it sounds like it is fun and it sounds like fun but it's exhausting at the same time um I mean we fly in on Monday so we don't have anything Monday and then Tuesday Wednesday Thursday we're meeting with vendors in all different buildings around Manhattan, normally within like a few blocks of each other. Um, but I'll have 10 to 15 appointments a day and we work nine to five. And so those are 15, 30 minute appointments. And then you have to walk 10 minutes and it's really exhausting. By the end of the day, you're like, I just want to go to bed, <laughs> but you're in New York city. So you can't, you have to go out and do fun things. <laughs> Wow. That's a, that's a good balance. I like that aspect of the job a lot. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so I guess circling back to the beginning a little bit, would you have any just overarching advice for someone who doesn't know what they want to do or wants to leave a certain field where they're in and try something totally different? Yeah. Um, I would definitely just keep your mind open. Um, I was very close-minded to nursing. I had a couple other friends very set on their path. They were 100% sure this is what they're going to do. And then life happens. And you just have to go with the flow. Um, it might seem hard and impossible. And this is not what I was supposed to do at the time. But there's a plan for you. And it'll all work out in the end. As You just have to trust it. 
you have to trust the plan. Whether you think it's crazy or not, you just have to trust it and keep your mind open because I was so sure. I mean, you could have asked anyone and they would have been like, oh yeah, she's going to be a nursing major and she's going to be a pediatric nurse. Like I was so sure I had no plans. And so just keeping your mind open and being willing to try new things is so important. Maybe this could be hard for some people, but maybe don't have a set plan and just go where life takes you because you're not going to fail. And if you do fail, it's one step closer to succeeding. And so just always keep that in mind. One no is always one no closer to a yes. That's a very quotable moment. I like that. I think I should have that on a canvas on my wall. (laughs) (laughs) That's something that I definitely need to take to heart as well. Um, Well, I think that this has been a great conversation. And so I want to end with one question that we always ask all our interviewees. Um, What is a recent moment where you felt like you were living your 25th hour lifestyle? Which for anyone new who hasn't listened to our show before, this essentially just means when you feel like you might have a million things going on, but you have one, even just the smallest win, um, that makes you feel like things are somewhat under control at least do you do you have a recent moment where you felt like that um yeah I mean a lot of moments are like that when you're just so overwhelmed with so many things a piece of advice for that moment is making sure you do have a checklist or writing it down because when it's all jumbled up in your brain oh my gosh for me I can't handle it it's like I have so many things to do and then you write it down and it's like five things so it might seem like a lot and really it's not Um, So write it down. It'll really help. But in those moments, I honestly just take a step back and look at where my life has come to. And I mean, you can overcome anything. And so it happens a lot when you just get overwhelmed and then you're like, oh my gosh, it'll all be okay if I just trust it and believe in it. And so I wouldn't really say that I have a defining moment that it's like, oh wow, this is great. But I just take a step back and take a breath and forget about everything for 0.5 seconds and just realize like, it'll be okay. Like I'm not going to get fired because I didn't get one thing accomplished today or, you know, like talk it out with someone if you have to, or write it down or just take a step back and trust in yourself and believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? Absolutely. Wow. What great advice. I think that's a perfect way to end the show. So thank you so much. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed our show today. Thanks again to Stephanie for sharing her story. If you want to hear about the paths of more women like you, please rate, review, and subscribe to get this girl a job. Your reviews help keep our podcast growing and improving, and we promise to take the time to read all of your feedback. In addition, Rosanna and I would love to answer your questions about college, internships, or other professional opportunities. Just follow the link in the description below to submit them. As always, thank you for listening. We'll see you.